Hello and welcome to the Level Playing Field podcast, episode 17. Been a big week. Joe Biden's likely to be president. We started lockdown too. And I got gorillas tickets. So <laughs> oh, if, that's if, new. If, guys, and you're not allowed to talk yet. We haven't introduced you. Nah, Seth, this how is, are you? <laughs> this is unprofessional. Oh, I'm, I'm good, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Today on the podcast, we, we have Arjun <laughs> with us, also known as Dakshan, also known oh, as Lazzy no. Boy. No. Um, <laughs> you got many, any other man names? Of many names. I do not know. You're, you're our first guest who doesn't do anything with music, I guess. I listen to music. <laughs> you if, listen to music. Yeah. Um, you are the average listener. I say. am the average listener on Spotify. I think okay. I may have got a top. It was, I think last year I got like in the top 1% listeners for one ASIN. Probably not hard. <laughs> um, Real G. Real G. Uh, I don't know what other musical achievements I have. I witnessed... The uprising of Dr. K and um, <laughs> yeah, man, had some well, yeah, many sessions. Had many some of sessions. the first prototype raves with uh, DJ Hemps. Yeah, man. <laughs> and we did Dr. K's first event, which was Sports Day BGS. Yes, mate. Sports Day. <laughs> the what was it? Twenty year, year ten Sports Day, man. That, that was, that's, yeah. was incredible. So yeah, man. being there from the start, that's probably yes. my only thing. You're, you're a day oh, one. Jan, very very hey. behind the scenes key figure, man. Behind the scenes and very behind on music. You, Good, you've been listening to the podcast though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How have yeah. you been finding it? My main issue was episode 11. I, I've warned you about this. Oh, damn. Pop Smoke. This was a Pop Smoke episode. Um, so I think it was Enjoy Yourself. You said it, it kind of changed to like a ladies tunes. <clears throat> and Enjoy Yourself yep. is, I agree with Enjoy Yourself being like, you know, for the ladies. That was the one with uh, the Spanish lady, wasn't it? Yeah, Carol G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, Carol G. Big yeah. Spanish and Afrobeats fan. So it wasn't too bad hearing her. But um, I think the main problem with uh, with me was little mm. TJ and mood swings and how Seth oh, portrayed mate. them. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the first thing you said is it follows the whole lady song vibe. And um, from experience... And uh, especially, you know, after lockdown and after seeing all the boys, yeah, seeing the boys, it's it's like how men would sing in the 90s their R&B love songs. It's the hood version of that for 2020. Hey, let me say, I, I do not have an issue with the fact that there were ladies songs on there. Yeah, because like hip hop, yes, yeah, it's, it's a fucking sausage party, let's be yeah, honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, you yeah. need the ladies songs, but but you need it to be interesting you know and I, I just thought mood swings was just a bit dead you know it was just a dead tune a lot of those tunes were just dead personally just, for me not the best choice of words with pop smoke but it's one of the better songs for me in the album he he took a turn okay. he took that kind of singing turn which um if you look at Stormzy and Hetty One they're the two other big ones for me they're, they're all people who tried singing and it worked for pop smoke Worked for Stormzy, mm. I feel like, until he did that collab with Little Mix. Um, didn't work for Henny yeah. One personally for me, but at least no, he realised no. that and just went back to rapping and he's got a sick album. Yeah. Um, uh, well, mm, 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 it's, it's good I for 2020. It. It's good for 2020. I feel like there's... Uh, you say that, but we've had some amazing stuff in 2020, like the new 21 Savage album. 21 Incredible. Savage was a different... Incredible. Um, T- Twenty One Savage. That was another. That, that was, was raised the bar for trap. That for was me. a very like, is, yeah. good album. Um, yeah. 
my top track that I can't stop listening to is uh, Real Life Burner Boy Stormzy. Real life is for living, you just I wonder which style them guys them go trying out. Live on and never hear my story, make you find out. I know say nobody is an island, but if them want fuck you from Yash, make you no lie down. It's like a chill vibe, but it's kind of serious vibe at the same time, especially if you watch the video. The music video actually complements it really nicely. It's one of those tracks I haven't I haven't really experienced something like that in a while. Um I'm trying to think of the last track that was pretty good, which had a really nice complimentary video. I just think back to something like Rudimentals first album, their like first major mm. debut album, which was Home. Yeah, yeah, I remember you saying you're a massive fan of that. That is one of my favourite albums, and I don't think they lived up to that. My next track... uh, (laughs) um, So I'm guessing you've heard of the new Spongebob movie that's coming out, and I think it's coming to Netflix. Have you not heard? So it's turning into a little movie segment. (laughs) What is this? What? This is news to me. It's a 3D sponge... So you know how they made it kind of 3D last time? Um, Sponge, Sponge out of water. Uh, it's no sponge. Yeah, sponge out of water. I think that was it. Yeah, They've yeah, got a sponge yeah. on the run, and I think it's coming to Netflix. Um, sponge on the run. Yeah, what a name. Because what a name. Let me just check if it is. Is this? Yeah, so it's the on one Netflix. With Keanu Reeves. I think it's on Netflix right now, so you can watch it. Okay. Just to let you know, if ne- if Nickelodeon want to sponsor, big fan of the Avatar series as well. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. But if you go on there, so they took an interesting route. Um, mm. So they got right. They they tried to make this one a bit more mainstream. Uh, one big thing was having they've got Snoop Dogg in there, as in in nice. the film. Snoop Dogg, yep, is in the new SpongeBob film. I haven't seen it yet. I just know. And the other person who I know is in there is Keanu Reeves, and that's yeah. his actual face. Ah, oh, this is going to be a masterpiece. Okay, and they took <laughs> an interesting route with. The uh, the tracks that they're putting in there to promote it, kind okay. of. I think they. I don't I'm know if they're in there. Very interested in this. Right. The first one that came out was, I think, during first lockdown. I'm pretty sure. And uh, you guys heard of Jay Balvin? Yeah. Popular Spanish a, artist. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So they approached him, I think, and he made a song called Agua. I'm, I'm, pr- I'm sure I'm pronouncing it out. Agua, yeah. okay. which is water. Okay. I heard that. Agua. You heard that? Yeah. I've not heard that. Yeah. And I, I thought it was. Apart from that, if there wasn't SpongeBob, like the little flute bit, I think I'd mm. bang that out because it's a pretty decent song, especially for the fact that you yeah. can't really understand Spanish songs. And I kind of looked up the okay. lyrics; it's not too okay. bad. <laughs> and recently, this this Friday, or just yesterday actually, mm, Krabby yeah. Step came out with uh, one of Seth's Krabby favorite, Step, yeah, with one of Seth's favorite artists, Tiger. Uh, <laughs> it's got Tiger, Swaley, and Little Mosey. I think it's actually Swaley's technically. Big Rex, I need that. Well done with a cheese at. Hey, Big Flex, believe that. It's quite funny to listen to. Fuck, you know, okay, I have to, I have to check it's, these it's out. It's quite funny. Uh, it's average. Is probably I don't care. It's it's, 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 tr- it's trying to be the new baby down. shark, little charger. Oh, really? I don't know. <laughs> Nothing wrong with baby shark. I will I will put that out there. Nothing wrong with. I own that on vinyl. We, baby we shark. Shout out to baby vinyl. shark, man. That came out on vinyl. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, man. We both own that record. <laughs> Very interesting. Well, yeah. Just to make sure, Burner Boy is my 
my top track, Burner Boy, Real Life. His twice as tall album yeah. was quite good anyway. Cool. Seth, what's what's your track? Damn, well, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've got quite a few this week, um, so I'll try to keep it brief. My first, my I would say my my absolute track of the week has to be Enough is Enough. And this is by Backroad G. It features Lethal Bizzle, also known as Lethal B at the moment. And, of course, the legend, J-M-E, Mr. Jamie Adenuga, the fucking, the grime MC himself. But this track is just, it's insane. Like, Hamza, you said it to me, and I had it on loop for a good half an hour. It is just, it is incredible. The, the fucking bass just hits you. It just hits you. It's got some kind of drill vibe to it with the percussion and all that, but it's not your generic drill beat. It's got that yeah. vibe. It's got that same darkness. It's got that same energy. And Backrow G, Lethal Bizzle and JME, they are just spitting. Like, just <laughs> fucking heat, man. And yeah. I, I have to say, I have to say, and also, side note, the video is also amazing. Definitely check that out. But honestly, I cannot compliment JME's verse enough. It is just, it might be one of my favorite featured verses this year, man. Honestly, it's so good. He just comes in with his serious and then just fucking goes off. And <laughs> his I trademark. can't describe it in words. You just have to listen to it. It's just one of those things. Incredible track. I'm very glad uh, it's dropped. I was watching an interview with JME. It was with the needle drop. And it, it, he was saying like, he's just trying to do as many features as he can. And he Real even claimed G. the title of the UK's most featured artist. Oh, is it? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> yeah. I think I he'll do that. it. He'll I definitely do it. Everybody loves him as a feature and um, <laughs> usually overperforms yeah. on his feature anyway. So yeah, yeah. How, how can you not love JME though, man? Well, if JME is trying to get his features up, um, you know, <laughs> our doors are always open, you know? <laughs> oh, mate. So JME, well, he, he did KSI, so you never know. That's because they're mates. That's because they're mates, though. That's because they're mates. If you're mates, that's how I first found out about Jamie was through KSI. Oh, is it? I never heard of him before. Keep up. Fair enough. I think that's another album that you should touch. Maybe like a YouTube edition. I think I don't have to about this. That that is our most requested. I think (laughs) one on on KSI because I know you're slate that one, and maybe one on Joji because a legend, legend of Filthy Frank. I know he wants to put him behind him slightly, but. He revolutionized yeah. YouTube with that. So our first album is by Dizzy Rascal and it's called E3 AF. Yeah, so this is the seventh studio album from Grime Pioneer and legend Dizzy Rascal. Now, this guy arguably changed the game, put the UK scene on the map with his seminal debut album, Boy in the Corner, released in 2003. One shout out of a song has to be Baseline Junkie. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Love, the, love the video for that as well. Um, I think he's just been... You can't fault him. I feel like he's just one of those mm. artists that I'm happy to have as a UK grime artist. He's been yeah. there from the start. He's still keeping up. It's a bit like it's a bit like Jamie Skepta, 
Mm. You know, he's he's not letting them down. You can rely on him usually to make a good song, whether it's especially yeah, with I guess, commercial as well. He's yeah. he's pretty good at doing that, and it's not boring commercial as well. It's no, it's he good makes a ra- stuff, yeah. he makes he makes a good radio track that I can listen to. So sure, I get man. that, yeah. And, and there, well, there's there's a lot of Nas comparisons with him. Like a lot hmm. of people say, he is to grime what Nas is to hip hop. You know. With Boy in the Corner coming out when he was so I'll young, pioneering grime and almost dementing it, you know, with, along with Wiley. I think it's worth saying that at this point, he's not really got that much to prove. So it feels like yeah. he's just having fun at this point. I feel yeah. like... With I think this, comes through. So with this album, I feel like as soon as you told me to listen to it, because I, I saw the mm. track list before, and when I saw the track list, I was <clears throat> very happy with the features that he had. Yes. I, I don't oh, want 100%. like obviously his solo yeah, albums are going to be good I agree. but as soon as I saw someone like P Money who I rate highly yeah. as well he is yeah. very lyrical um, from that to uh, Smoke Smoke Boys they're on there yep. Um, yep. just uh, I think just, for us it, he, he got our favourite artists as well in the UK at least Chip and Kano yeah yep. Chip yep. Kano uh, gets DWE the first track is with P Money, and it's fucking fire, man! It's it so hard straight it, out. I can agree with it's that. It's with the grime bassline. Dizzy's verse, fucking crazy, and P Money matches, if not beats it. And you, you, you did you catch the Ford Focus line in there? Yep. Hit up front ST like one, a ST yeah. Focus. <laughs> then I got drive like a Focus ST. Beautiful. Well, I'm surprised that because um, I was looking on Genius as well that. These, this album is not littered with annotations at all. I thought no. for an album as good as like with all, as good as this with the lyrics in there, you think that yeah. even there'll be some annotations, like especially when you think about the songs out there that do have some weird ones. But, and even the the next track I noticed was incomplete on the lyrics. Yeah, yeah, I didn't notice that because I, yeah. I was scrolling yeah. down trying to read along with it, and I was like, I was like, wait. Did did he just add a bit more on to the to the album yeah. that we didn't know about? Um, but I feel like so with the first song, it it kind of put you back to classic grime. That's the way mm, I feel. Hundred percent. It felt mm. like he was opening strong by saying, "You know what? I'm back doing this. Yeah. I can I can still keep Agreed. up. I can bring back the genre by myself if I need to." Yeah, he's uh, fully and agree. as well. The other thing that I liked. Um, Quite a lot of his album he's producing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That yeah, is because yeah. I, I had yeah. to check it because I was like, these beats are solid. Checked it and I was like, mm. props to him. I need to give him props for that. He had yeah. quite a lot of production on uh, on his earlier work as well. Like Boy in the Corner, I know he did quite a lot of that. Yeah. Um, but he's he's known as more of a as a rapper because after Boy in the Corner, he was focusing on his rapping, and then he's. I was mm. watching an interview he did with Russell Howard. He said recently, you know, he he just saw his mate making a beat, and he was like fuck it, I've got to get back into that. And I think, you know, that that new wave of inspiration has come through in this album because these beats yeah. sound fresh, man. So, track two, that's too much with yep. Frisco and DWE. Yep. And for me, the highlight of this is the fucking bass line, man. In the words of yeah, DWE, I agree. it's dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on the beat for yeah. this, I I felt like he somehow managed to combine 2020 with 2005. 
It was like he went from <laughs> he went from classic grime to a kind mm. of a phasing, which is really weird to say. Um, and the fact that DW and Fr- Frisco is one of my other top artists in there. Oh uh, yeah, I was happy to see though DW and Frisco on there because you knew that was going to be a banger of the track the minute you saw yeah. it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I've really liked Frisco ever since that um, Red Card single came out with yeah. DBK and his new odd. album. It's just, yeah, he's been solid. And like you mentioned before with The Genius, um, it was actually, I think, DW's verse that wasn't on Genius, <laughs> which I think they did him dirty on that. Um, yeah. But the lyrics felt like, from from the start, the lyrics have felt impactful. They've They've had definite meaning. I feel mm. like I've, I could listen to it over and over again, basically, just to listen to mm. every single different part. Um, oh, yeah. I, Steph, what do you think? Well, first of all, man, I was going to say exactly the same thing as you about the bass line, you know, because the beat's hard, but like the bass line when the verse comes in, it's just so perfect, man. It brings out so mm. much, so much emotion in the instrumental. It's like it feels very lighthearted at first, but that bass line just yep. adds depth so much depth um and yeah feature wise man both features are great but d double i think blue just i think i think d double stole the track to be fair yeah. i love I mean, how the beat cut out and then he came back in and yeah. i also really love the line been amsterdam so many times certain man must think i'm dutch i thought that was yeah. beautiful <laughs> But yeah, how about you? Yeah, no, I'd agree. I think D Double was my favorite, but I don't know if I'm biased because I thought Frisco was really great as yeah, well. I th- yeah, I feel the same. There. I feel like on this album, like I feel like with M Hunter, it's going to be a bit different. But with this album, yeah. I can't fault. I can't really say anybody really stole the show. If anybody, <laughs> if any feature did steal the show for me, it's going to be later on with uh, Ocean Wisdom. But I think we're yes, mate. We'll okay. I fucking we'll agree with we'll you. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. We'll get to yes. That. Right. So the next track, "Love Life, Live Large," or, um, featuring Chip. That annotation is just. Oh, I love this song, man. I'm I'm gonna let Seth start because Go he's the big Chip fan. So as Hamza just said, I've turned into a massive Chip fan recently. He's he is my favorite UK rapper at the moment. I'm gonna say it straight. Um, now I heard this song as soon as it came out. It was it's also got a really cool video, so I will say go check that out. But yeah, I love this track. It's very uplifting, very very motivating, very triumphant sounding. I love I love the beat. That main flute riff is just beautiful. I think. Dizzy does really, really well in this track. He's just living his best life and it's just coming through. It's coming through in his delivery, coming through in his bars, coming through in the vibe. Um, and Chip as well is just Chip. You know, you can list every bar, you can just digest and get something new out of it. I think flow-wise as well, this cannot be understated because they're both so intricate. They keep changing throughout the song, but they, it feels natural and it's it just keeps the pace up and it makes it fun to listen to. It's like, what are they going to do next? You know, how are they going to switch it up? And it's, it's a really, really great song. I really love this one. It just makes me, it just puts a spring in my step, you know, whenever I hear it, I'm like, damn, this is fire. How how about you guys? Chip was definitely a good choice. Um, Especially with the whole little Chip versus Stormzy going on, you know. I'm loving that. (laughs) I love it. I feel like, yeah, Chip, Chip will smoke Stormzy. Hate to say it, but, yeah, he been, has, man. 
I've yeah. been listening to some Stormzy, like especially Rainfall with Watchdogs come out. You know, that's been a big, oh yeah, big blast. But yeah, chip, chips on smoke. Chip, I think chip, you, you, <laughs> you know what? Yeah, about about that. If you listen, if you go back and listen to uh, some of Chips' other beefs, right, just back in time, like, I know he had one with uh, I think it was Youngin in like 2015 or something. Yeah, um, but low key back in the day. Yeah, but you can see why you can see why Stormzy ain't replying because Stormzy knows he will I think be fucked like, even more. Low key is somebody who you can't mess with, especially after yeah. his uh, what was it, Alphabet yeah. Assassin? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you can't. <laughs> that is, yeah, that is definitely a good one. Um, cool. So I thought Body Loose was more of the club song, right? This was I definitely think... the commercial song on this album. I feel like it was yeah. a bit of commercial, but I reckon it's a bit of what Dizzy Rascal loves. I'm just putting it out there. Because yeah. realistically, if you look at this album so far, it's been all kind of a bit of a throwback mixed with now. Like it's mm. basically mm. been, I feel like, two thousand and five brought now, brought back into this generation, yeah. brought back for us. And Body Loose, um, well, Body Groove is a, a classic garage two step. Yeah, yeah. And mm. um, it's it's just, I feel like it's one of those tracks that you can, even if you're not a big fan of garage, you can listen to and you're like on it. So for him to take yeah. that and splurge boys, I feel like even though it wasn't changed much as a track, as a sample, I feel like Splurge Boys did fine with it when they when they came out with yeah. this. Um I mean Yeah, and it's I kinda just, wish it was a bit more interesting, like they had added a little bit more, but I it, guess it gives me holiday fine, vibes. Though. Holiday and Bonkers, again, one two of his most commercial tracks. Obviously Bonkers <laughs> was a bit more high energy. So Holiday was a bit more chill. Yeah. But it's it's still well received. I feel like you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that you can say it's not a grime track, but you can't really fault it. To be fair. So I was I was hoping for a bit more with this. Like we we reviewed the Heady One album, and in that you had Princess Cuts, and that was a very commercial song. It was a it good still song. had it had it was a very good song. Yeah, but that was because it had so much going on instrumentally, and I, I get this yeah. a, a homage, but I think. They still could have added a bit more. They still could have done a little bit more with it. No, I, agree, know, I, I, agree, I feel I agree. It's, it's very. I was hoping. Simple. I was hoping you'd say that because, by any chance, did you ever watch uh, Mo Gilligan's um, Netflix comedy show? His uh, his live show. I forgot what it's called now. But uh, yeah, basically, yeah. It. So you'll understand when I talk about you know the final bit that he does where um he talks about garage tracks. I love this bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they they build a. And big, you know a how he track. says about those those general lyrics about just some form of heartache or some form of love relationship, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's really basic. <laughs> if you go yeah, back yeah. to those tracks, I feel like he's just done that in a sense. Fair, yeah, he's, it is that that homage to it is yeah the tunes there, but he's also got mm. something that's catchy there that's going on there. Yeah. Everybody and your mum will listen to you. Get what yes. I'm saying? It, Not it too is, complicated, like, you know? like Seth said, it's something that you could play even on a speaker in your house, and your mum's gonna start bopping to it, and she <laughs> yes, might even yeah. learn the lyrics because they're pretty easy. <laughs> it's not going yeah. hard. It's kind of it does feel like garage. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear that. I hear that. So I don't. I don't hate this one. I don't hate. It. I will say right now, so album quite good for me so far. Yeah, been solid so far. And uh, speaking of Garage, we go on to You Don't Know. Yeah, mm. I definitely said that Garage Two Step. This was produced by part Dizzy, part, who was it? Deke Line. There we go. 
Mm-hmm. So it was a mix. Mm-hmm. Um, he got a bit of help on this, which I can understand mm. since uh, Garage is not really his uh, background. Mm. Yeah. But it's, it, as uh, as again, it's, it's a good track. Um, it feels like he's emceeing more now in this track. <laughs> you know what? To, it's like a mix of MC and Grime. <laughs> on the first verse, I was really worried he was going to do a lyrical miracle rhyme. <laughs> very close. Uh, um, oh, and this is the one. I put a line in there, and you know how you said everybody in your mum. Everybody in Well, this one is everybody in Nan wants to be the man. That was my favourite bar of yep. this song. Man. <laughs> yeah. That was beautiful. I had to list that down as well, just to make sure. Yeah, but I didn't I really have too much to say well. about this. It's uh... yeah. I don't think it's one that I'll come back to. I just I yeah. don't know. I wasn't feeling the vibe of it, especially with like the vocals and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it was I okay. Agree. I thought I thought the synths were cool. They were quite wet, quite bubbly. I thought the drums yeah. were pretty dirty. I thought the flow was very electric. I thought. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And as for the sample, that you don't know, I thought that was that was a pretty cool sample. I didn't think it was anything soul transcending or game changing, but it did the job. You know, it did the job. It filled the song. But um, yeah, I wouldn't say it was incredible. I wouldn't say it was an incredible mm. song. Well, next we have Steel Bangles on production. That is so. That was another yeah. name. Uh, that was a name that I was surprised about on this tracklist. Steel yeah. Bangles. Um, I'm happy to see tell it. us a bit about Steel Steel Bangles. What's, what's... I rate him. I rate him. Um, he has he has made some bangers. Um, he saved the one rudimental track for me, which was um, <laughs> "Sun Comes Up." I think that that was from that yeah. really commercial album, and he did that mm. with Mist. So I was grateful for that. That's when I started becoming really grateful. Um, overall, though, Steel Bangles is a solid producer. He's a big deal in the scene now. It's weird to say, but obviously, yeah, he's a minority. He's a He's, well, he's, like, I think he's the, the only biggest British Asian yeah, that's producer what I mean. that I can think of. I can't and think of many others. Also, he's he's mixed. Um, he's probably a, let's be honest. He's the first person to mainstream mix rhyme with Punjabi music. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't think of I mean, anyone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. he's breaking boundaries. Um, yeah. whether you like him or not, I feel like you gotta respect him. Respect his hustle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, respect his Instagram 100%. as well because he does a quite a lot of cooking on there. It's quite fun to see that. Does he? I'll check yeah, him out. he yeah. does his stories. I don't know if he does it anymore, but he definitely did. Oh, they used to be so funny. They used to be very uh, good. So, what do you think of the track? I thought it was it was really good. I, I really liked the production. I thought Steel Bangles did great. There's a lot of these like airy synths. They feel like they're whirring about. They're very stereo. You know, going all over your headphones. Um, it's a more reflective tone for Dizzy. Yeah. But it's still very yeah. high energy, which is a nice balance. And you got, I can't pronounce her name. Yeah, that's, I was hoping someone it? else would pronounce her name before <laughs> me. So, um, I don't even know I, if I want to try it. Alisai. Alisai. I can definitely oh, pronounce her name. You can say definitely butchering it. Well, I do apologize to Miss Miss Harley. Woman. Let's just but do that. She did very nice on the chorus. I I really liked her chorus. Well, that's well, that's what I wanted to say Speed before. I couldn't pronounce her name. It was, it's. I feel like it's a really good decision straight away to have her on the hook compared to having someone yeah. else. It really broke it up for me. It was a it, different it, flavor. It, it a had different a nice flavor. structure yeah. to yeah. it, and especially because it's one of those. It is lyrically deep for especially yeah. Dizzy. Yeah. He's mm. gone in. Um, 
So it feels like it does suit her voice. Does suit the title, energy and powers. She's got that yeah nice kind energy of soulful voice. Yeah. yeah, it's and um, even her verse. It was her verse was nice as well. So uh, I'm happy that he got someone like that, and uh, I'm happy that she delivered. I'm happy that still Bangles delivered as well, going mm. in, going strong, keeping the record up. Mm. Um, still no complaints about the album, which is very surprising for me. <laughs> Fair. <clears throat> I think, I, what do I, you think, Seth? I think with this song, um, these are some very honest, very personal, very deep bars that we that we're hearing from Dizzy, mm. and so I think that the two features, obviously, Steel Bangles on the beat and uh, Alessia Holly on the uh, on the hook. But I, I think the beat and the job of the beat and the hook is essentially to carry these very personal bars from from Dizzy. Do I think that? They achieve this to an extent, yeah. I think I would say I prefer the hook to the yeah. beat. Um, that's just my opinion, but it's again it's a decent song. Uh, Can we talk about the best track on the album? <laughs> you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. We're coming to the I'm best track lying. on the album. Number nine is not number six. Go on, go on, Hamza. Go on, Hamza. You lead. So, East Side. Make, make your case. East Side. Yeah. With Getz and Kano. Fucking hell, this is such a good track. <laughs> like, Getz starts you off with so much energy. Like, I fucking love Getz. He's incredible. Yeah. And then Dizzy, Dizzy's sandwich between these fucking insane verses. Mm. Kano comes in with so much energy. It's like, this is Kano at his best, man. He even shouts out Dr. K. <laughs> nah, does he? Wait, he I goes, missed that. I missed that. He goes, 808, make a man get mad. If man call K, then man get grabbed. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> one of Real one tune. of my notes. Okay. One of my notes on here is Shout proper screw face tune. Um yes. <laughs> yes. <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the instant, like the instant thing. Um I feel like obviously when you have the names of Getz and uh Kano and uh, those three artists on there. Dizzy Kano gets it. It would be harder to make this song bad than good. Realistically, the pressure's on. Yeah, I think. I think they, the, they. I. It's like they're I challenging like, each other. You know. Yeah, I feel like it's. I don't feel like the pressure's on them. I feel like it's more of a. They're they're from the same area. It's they they've all got that same energy anyway. Well, it's have just, you have you heard Class of Deja? No, I have oh, not. Mate, that is a banger. That that is gets Kano and DWE. And I swear it's the best grime song ever made. <laughs> it is really <laughs> fucking good, just man. Because... Whose album was that in by any chance? That's on Kano's. Is it on Kano's? Okay. It's on Hoodies yeah. All Summer. But Amazing album. I, I oh, saw I've, it live. I've heard it then. And it, it's, it's incredible because there's so much back and forth of Getz and Kano mm. and they sound like mean and angry and it's... Yeah. It's, oh, is that the culmination of their careers of so far? It's yeah. brilliant. And this, you know, you get get from Getz and Kano, you get those vibes, that energy in this. Yeah. And I kind of feel like Dizzy's just there and he doesn't add much, but he's fine. <laughs> Not a bad thing. This is what I was thinking. It felt like some kind of like 80s grime, you know? It's like you got that. I, I love the synth, <laughs> the synthy intro, yeah. you know? And then the beat just hits. Mm. It was amazing. It was a very unique sounding instrumental, which I really liked. Um, I also thought that Dizzy and Getz were both great, but what I have to say, man, 
I thought Kano stole this song. Yep. Yeah, I, really I agree he, with that. He I just agree snapped. With that. He just snapped on this, and I was like, "Holy Very shit!" Very much man. agree with that. It's Kano's song now. <laughs> Kano does yeah. always perform. He is one of. I feel like it's one of those people that if you're an artist and you get someone like Kano on your track, you have to put a hundred, like 150 percent in. Exactly. Yeah, same man. with yeah. same like Jamie or Skepta, because you know that when they're on, they their will game, just blow you out of the water. They they will. They'll yeah. they'll make your track into theirs. What's the next? Act one? like you know. Act like you ocean. know with oh, uh, Smoke, Boys. Smoke Boys, which I was happy to see that name. Smoke, Smoke Boys. See. Just before we before we get into this track, if you're mm. not too familiar with Smoke Boys, they were formerly known as Section Boys. What do you guys think of this weaker weaker song, man? I was happy with it. Yeah, it was a bit of a it wasn't standout track because yeah, it definitely was a standout track, especially when we come to Don't Be Dumb. Yeah, because that yeah. is what mm-hmm. I'm hyped for. But um, the drill beat, the drill beat was a nice, nice little drill beat there. It was Vader beats and MK the plug, and mm. uh, yeah, they they made a solid beat to it. Uh, I I thought the beat was was really good actually. I, I thought there's a lot of interesting additions in it. That they did some interesting stuff with the snares, like reversing them here and there. I, f- I thought I feel like if you listen to a lot unique. more drill, I feel like there's more interesting mm. beats out there personally. Like uh, enough, enough is enough, for example. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I f- yeah, I definitely feel like it was. I can say it was one of the more average songs of the album, but it's not that I'm right. slating it. It is still up there. It's just so far we've yeah. had people like Kano, uh, we've had DWE, so like you got to compete, well, it, don't you? Yeah, you had East Side, and that felt very much like that's the old school and then this is the new guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I don't know. This one, this one was good. It was good, but it, it, there's so much energy on that last track and then to come to yeah. this, it doesn't feel as grand, you know? I, kind of, I, I feel like this was, this was the weakest link on the album to be fair. I think that yeah. Dizzy, I would say Dizzy saved the song. Um, He obviously his verse is great, but it's fucking Dizzy Rascal, you know, of course it's going to be good. Um, but this song just felt like he was just playing with drill just because he could. And to an extent, you know, this album, that's a lot of that, you know, Dizzy's got nothing to prove. He's just fucking around doing what he wants. So fair enough. I don't hate the song, but it it just, it it wasn't doing much for me. And also as for smoke boys, I can't say I was too big on, on their, on their feature here because it didn't sound like anything new or exciting, very standard drill bars. Like, 300 for a Zeta Gelato, that kind of stuff. You know, it's it's fair. It's nothing we've not heard before, you know? Um, so this skip for me. Uh, well, I feel like the drill bars from them was fine because I haven't heard from them in such a long time. Yeah. It was just nice to hear their voice. Fair, fair. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, it is, it is one of the weaker links, but I don't think it's a skip. I feel like no, it's... I, I agree. I feel it's, like it's just there. I think it's... It's it's a worthy inclusion. Yeah. But that's about it. Just 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 so that Dizzy's got some drill in his repertoire. I can understand why sure. he's done it. But experimental, but, isn't it? So you, you guys think nine is the best. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. This is my Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> uh just to put it out there. The one so remember when I was talking about genius annotations? Yeah. The mm. one the one line that was actually annotated out of both albums that's being covered today was Molest the beat like Spacey. Yo, I, I missed that. <laughs> <laughs> that. 
and it was it was just about the case with Kevin Spacey. But yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> just just a fun fact there. <laughs> who, who said that? Wisdom or um or Dizzy? I feel like it was wisdom. Um, I think I was too. I think I was just laughing at the track too much. To uh, yeah, this <laughs> it's is just one of those ones. It's it's <laughs> it's worth saying. It's worth saying uh, for the listeners if. Ocean Wisdom and Dizzy Rascal are a fucking amazing duo because they, they have collaborated yeah. before, but the songs Revin and Blessed, fucking amazing, man. Like I, I'm still not bored of those songs, even though they came out ages ago. They're just, they bounce off each other. Their energy is, is insane. The beat selection is just perfect for them. And yeah, it, it, it's it's really well worth checking out. If you want some music just to get you gassed. And this then, one yeah, again was, this. yeah, this one again was done by Splurge Boy. So they've had a good track mm. record on this album so far. Um, mm. And the thing that I love about this is that I reckon they could, this, this flow to flow could give some of the greatest, like the greatest verses a run for their money. So I reckon Buster Rhymes and Twister even Eminem rap, <laughs> Eminem rap god doesn't even like after listening no, no, to this. Yeah. Like that was just one verse. This is constant. You, you yeah. know, you know something about this that I really respect is when rappers do this like really fast rap. A lot of the time, it just comes off as try hard. Oh, often fully cringy. agree. I hate it. Except and for when Ocean perfect. does it. They get this so right. This yeah. felt like they didn't. It's like they tried but didn't try at the same time. No, if it, it feels like. Uh, it just feels very natural like yeah. they're competing with each other or you know it just feels great mate I could not agree more as try hard at all I couldn't agree more because normally when rappers do the full um, like the fucking 50 <laughs> syllables a second kind of shit I, it's, I, there's nothing I hate it, more it, than rap it's just like shut the it's fuck so up it's so pretentious <laughs> so annoying it but feels Ocean like, and, like it's done so well here I'm gonna mm. say it's like they wrote out some normal bars and took a bit of speed yeah, because the, the <laughs> lyrics and everything in there is like you can't follow it. If, if you slowed that yeah. down, it would still be a good song. It still but makes it's just sense. The way that it? they go, yeah. they go back to back to back, and a part of me didn't want to hear the chorus in the song because of I just it's just so mesmerizing and hypnotizing when you keep on hearing that flow go on and on back to back. It's really. And yeah. I think that a the lot chorus of in a way, in the chorus in a way, gives you. Like it just gives you that sense of what did I just listen to, and yeah. with the yeah. replay value, Basically I think this is one of those songs that I had on loop when I was listening through the album. I was like, wait, yeah. let me just quickly pick up on this Definitely. again. Let me just listen to it again. Same for me, man. I got lost in it. That's yeah. why it's a top album for me. Yeah, uh, top album, top song, uh, top everything. <laughs> yeah, this I is, did really like in the track. chorus. They had this piano sample, and it kind of gave yeah, me, man. you know, the Evil yeah. Morty. Piano <laughs> kind of gave me that kind of vibe. I did really like that. Oh, he's got, <laughs> got a 4,000 IQ. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, if you're a Rick and Morty fan, you'd know. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. This song is just pure gas, man. It's so yeah. good. Yeah, for days repeat. It just gets Fully. you hyped. Fully, man. I could probably... It's just one of those tunes that just get you so hyped, like... I think I could smack a dog with that shoe. <laughs> it's just you're you're so in the in the moment, so like head banging, so like it's just one of those ones that you don't even know what you're doing half the time. Mm. So uh yeah, definitely up there. Definitely. Love it. Okay. Then we come to the last track on the album, mm. yep. Be Incredible with Rob Jones TV. 
Rob another Jones uplifting TV. one. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I agree. This is a very, um, this is a very raw, honest, uplifting song to round us out. It was like the nice, like a soft conclusion. Well, I was going to quickly ask you guys a question. Did you ever hear of Rob Jones TV before this song came out? Never. Because I was looking no. at Spotify, and I think this is his top track. And I feel like his voice suited. It, it gives you that kind of Coldplay vibe, in a sense. That yeah, it's yeah, very mellow. I'm going to be honest, yeah. I, I didn't really like it. Well, <laughs> see, <laughs> I, I'm not usually into that type of sound in a sense mm-hmm. but I feel like I agree with Seth it was a quality way to end the album yeah. because he could have just come out and done like another hard crime track somewhere like that something where he disses a couple people but it's like he's opened it up with um, he's opened it up with P Money and he's shown that yeah from the start he he's still got his grime flow back but it's mm. kind of like he has done a conclusion to this album and if he doesn't yeah. come yeah. back yeah. for a while I can accept that because he's done his range of different songs uh, and it yeah. seems like he's fully expressed himself. Yeah, I, w- I would say I would have liked this song a lot less if it was placed earlier in the album. I think yeah. what I like about it the most is the fact that it is just a solid conclusion. Yeah. You know, it's just a statement. Um, I feel that's, like that's why I respect it, you know? Especially after the last track, the way it gets you moving, kind of that aggressive, mm. hardcore type, flow yeah. on flow, you get lost in oh, it. Oh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's it's a kind balance, of, yeah. isn't it? It brings yeah. you back yeah. down to, yeah. like, it's not just all about the bars. It's, yeah, uh, for real, yeah. it's about the meaning. Yeah. The deeper I mean, meaning. I'm still the singer. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it because it, it feels I feel, kind I feel, of out of place for me. Well, I, I I get the vibes a lot different, but even still, I don't know. Should we wrap this up? Let's do it. Yeah, go on. The reason I think this album will be a grower for me personally is that I think the more I kind of learn about grime, the more I will come to appreciate this album because this just feels like a kind of culmination of Dizzy's career up until this point. And Grime has changed so much since its inception. And this is kind of just Dizzy just pausing, you know, reflecting where he's at. And I think this has been done so much better than, say, how Wiley did it on The Godfather 3. And so, yeah, I I can't really fault this album in the sense that it's Dizzy just having a bit of fun. Yeah, well, I'll I'll slightly disagree with Seth here. Um, I don't think it was a grower. I think it's a shower. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I joke like intended. That. Um, yeah, I f- I feel like it. It's kind of you know Dizzy Russell's come back and it's like, here's here's my plate. I'll show you what I've got. Here's my here's yeah. my uh, here's my menu. Take what you want from it and uh, don't mess mm. with me. It's kind of like Buffet. He's showing that don't forget about me in a sense. Um, I can adapt to the game. As he pleases. So yeah, to be fair, I hear that. He's like, he's asserting himself. He's saying, I ain't going he's, anywhere. Yeah. I'm still he's here. Like, he's like, look, okay, yeah, don't, yeah. don't fuck with me or the boys. That's kind yeah, of... Yeah, I will say like, most of these tracks, like the good ones, they just hit you in the face. Yeah. Like they're yeah. very solid. I don't think this is going to be a grow album. I feel I like if you don't like it, then you probably just won't ever. Because... <laughs> mm-hmm. Off the bat, when when we're talking about these tracks, so like when we were talking about from uh, from that's too much to East Side to 
to Don't Be Dumb, you saw like even the intro, we, even the the yeah, first yeah, track. Yeah, you had yeah. we had energy from that song that was left yes. over <laughs> that you can't get rid of, and that's why mm. I feel like it's one of those Showa albums, which is Fair like yeah, yeah, yeah. Dizzy Rascal showing why he is still top. Like, don't forget his name. While you mentioned Skip yeah. the Jeremy, all of those artists. Um, It'll be interesting Frisco. to see how this ages. I think. It will age well, I reckon. Yeah. It will be one of those yeah. albums where you think, oh, what has Dizzy yeah. Rascal done back in day? And yeah. you'll go yeah. and see that he hasn't, hasn't changed. He He's changed for the better in a sense. It's a good addition yeah. to his to his discography, I would say. Definitely. It's solid, solid. Yeah. You know what? I think this album is really solid because at not one point was I bored. There were yeah. moments where I didn't like it as much. There was moments where I thought we're kind of dead compared to mm. the highs. Mm. But not one point was I bored. It was all interesting. Well, I think this is where I have a one-up over you because as a general listener has stated in the intro, <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, it was a perfectly good album. Like, honestly, yeah. I know I know. sometimes you guys, you guys get into the nitty-gritty, but for <laughs> me, sometimes for me, I just like to go over the bumps and uh, mm. yeah. take it for what it is. And he didn't have many faults in there. I don't even think he really had a fault. Like... There was just, it was more just about what features he had and how hyped we are over certain mm. songs. Mm. I feel like, yeah. but other than that, though, he's done a quality album, quality lyrics, quality producing. He got the right people on there. Like, literally, yeah, the only definitely the only person who is probably the most mainstream out of these lot that's on here that is radio worthy now is Steel Bangles. Because realistically, mm. Chip isn't really on the radio anymore. Probably back in the day when he was doing his uh, Chip's gone, his little pop. Chip's revisited his groups recently. I would say. Yeah, yeah. If you ask about Chip Monk, that'd be a different story. But ah, um... uh, mate, motivation music with Black the Ripper and Cookie. Yeah, he, he's still rated for that. that I don't incredible. care what you say. Yeah. But yeah, he's Dizzy Rascal's definitely um, done hit, done us well. He's given us yeah. a solid album. I agree. So should we should we do a score? I'm <laughs> tempted. To give it an eight, I was eight. thinking about giving That's it a bit higher. I know you guys do like set it like a point four point something <laughs> last time. It, it's it's hard. It's an eight and above, definitely like an eight point something. That's respectable. Yeah, I, okay. it, I'm, I'm on. leaning. I think seven point five. I don't think it's quite an eight, but yeah, it's 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 a very good album. Yeah. I've 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 given this a seven. I think that it is good, and it's good for what it is. But there, it's just that there are songs that I can't see myself coming back to. It's not an album that I would I can see myself sitting down and listening to start to finish that many times in the foreseeable mm. future. But as I said, well, we're, be we're interesting all to see how it changes around seven eight. Yeah, so I still respect the album. I still have a lot of respect good. for this. It's, it's a good average, I'd say. It's a good representation. Yeah, sure. Okay, so album two is DNA by M Huncher and Nate Smalls. So they've they've collaborated before. Arjun, do you want to tell us a bit about them? They collaborated on Thumb. That was the biggest Mm -hmm. tune that they collaborated on. First Mm. one that got everybody excited. The duo's kind of, it's really weird to explain because they've got the chemistry like... It's it's not really Eminem and Dr. Dre. It's more like <laughs> Kanye West and Jay Z. Right. Okay. Um, okay. It's kind of like more brotherly than yeah, yeah. Mm. than what 
Dr. Dre, and nobody can really have what Dr. Yeah. Dre and Eminem had. That was, that was a different yeah. story. Yeah. I'll talk about it more on track 13, but he said that they both clicked. Yeah. And um, Thumb came out beginning of 2020, but it's been one of those albums that everybody has been looking forward to because of Thumb and the other tracks that they've released. Mm. Yeah. But I would say, personally, the album for me is mixed. I feel a bit, I think I got too excited. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, I've I've been a big M Hunter fan recently. I've really liked yep. him. Uh Nafe Smalls, I haven't listened to too much, but what I've heard has been all right. Mm. And yeah, I was I was interested going into this. And yeah, like you said, it, I wasn't so interested afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing to know is about these two is they're they're both pretty real with it mm. in real life as well. They're not they're not too cocky and mm. stuff like that. Yeah. It's just an album that they come together as two mates, basically. Yeah, feel like if you two did an album, if it's coming, you know, Seth's track record with releasing music is uh, <laughs> it's not a good one. Nah, it's coming. It's but coming. Yeah, it's, it's, you get that vibe, don't you? Yeah. Seth, do you want to add anything? For me personally, I've I've never been a fan of this style, like the whole UK melodic rap. It's definitely got something different that the US melodic stuff doesn't quite have, and I feel like the energy behind it over here. It's a lot more intense, you know. People love, people really love this shit. So I was very mm. intrigued going into this because I've not been able to get into M Huncho. Nave Smalls, I don't actually mind. I heard part of the plan that they did together. I actually thought that was pretty good. I like Nave Smalls on the Smoking Remix with Black the Ripper and Chip. But yeah. other than that, I wasn't too familiar with either of their work. So I was I was intrigued going into this album. I didn't really know what to expect. Well, I had an idea of what to expect. But I didn't know if it was going to be more of the same. And a lot of what I don't like about this style, in the sense that it's very samey, very repetitive, not much interesting stuff to listen out for, or if it was going to be something different, something that was going to sway me. So, uh, yeah, let's get straight into it. That's the good. New Age. So the track the opens up with kind of these interesting sounding synths. You got Huncho and Nafe that they're, they're chatting about what is the new age, and then the new age. I feel like M Huncho comes in beautifully. Drums come in, get the eight oh eights, and yeah, I think this is a really nice intro. Got a forty four, come and check the growth, leaving at the ends, came to see the growth. I'm a brave winner, yeah, I know my role, and I made it this far, still inside my soul. See him on the net, trying to be a troll, yeah, like a mill, but a bill is a result, a bill is a result. Hit the game and cut a pole, and the ash full of roach. Love to straight for love, residue still on my clothes, residue still on my hands. Police trying to keep me on my toes. Yeah, I just felt like the flow was mm. reminiscent of Thumb, which okay. I'm probably going to say that quite a lot. <laughs> Both verses were good, and uh, the fades on the track banged. I think right here, you've just described my biggest issue with this album, is that it's yeah. so samey, it's so repetitive, there's not much interesting stuff going on, it's just more of the same. I have to say, like, as... You're someone who's not into this kind of music. This is definitely not a first good venture into it. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Mm. Definitely not. I feel like if you've heard one or two songs off this album, you've heard the whole project. Not really. I feel like it is something to fully listen to, but it's. I don't think this is the best portrayal of what they can do. Yeah. I will agree with I'm, you. I'm with you there. There was a couple songs that didn't need to be in there. Mm. I mean, let's get into the next track, Heroes. Yeah. What do you think of that? 
hero as well. It was interesting, really. Off the bat, I hated it. Really? <laughs> um, you know why? Dave Smalls ruined M. Huncho's first verse for me. <laughs> it was the ad-libs. It was really? the ad-libs. I actually really like this one. I thought their flows were fun. I thought it's got a decent amount of energy to it. I, d- I didn't actually notice the, the ad-libs too much. I, f- I thought they were okay. And yeah, I thought it was not bad overall. Seth, you do not look happy. Okay, I know it's not supposed to be intricate, supposed to be super musical, but the melodies are all exactly the same. It's like... And if you play that on a piano, yeah, like you transcribe the melody, like think of it in terms of actual melody, it's just so mm. repetitive. And it's just like... It's not like the beat's doing anything overly interesting to compensate for that. There's no, like, exciting harmonic stuff going on. It's just a bit bland. So so, so I'm tuned out after, like, 30 seconds. As the average listener, is that something that bothers you? Well, I know you lot have your little uh, (laughs) music knowledge. So for me, it's... I'll take it for face value. It's more of a chill album. It's one of those projects where they've come together mm. and done it for their enjoyment, fair, not fair. for hours. Yeah. Something that the fans wanted, but it's also because of the fact that they've got good chemistry. I feel like if they kind of tried to force out what you would class as multiple good tracks with different producers, I feel like it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't have the same vibe. Because this is what they're... It's like yeah, going I hear that. to their house. That's where they It wouldn't be as authentic, you know? It feels like it's done very quickly, I thought, this album. It feels like they were sent beats and then they like freestyle yeah. the whole thing. It wasn't done quickly, I can tell you that much. Really? I think they were planning to release it beginning of next year, 2021. But I think they just decided that because another lockdown's happening, yeah. coronavirus, mm. all that stuff, M. Huncher decided to just go, you know what, have it. Fair enough. But honestly, you can't take it for one of these albums that are going to be lyrically amazing or... The beat's going to be something that you haven't heard before. It's going to be one of those albums that you can just listen to and have in the background, play in your car. You can kind of enjoy it. It's, yeah, you don't I have to be that. in a certain I hear that. Mood. I hear that. Hmm. It keeps you in the same mood that you're at. Whereas something like Dizzy Rascals, it can put you in such a high energy exactly. mode. You just want to get out of yeah. you. Like, you yeah. could be listening to it just before you go to bed and you jump out and just do a lap around yeah. the house or yeah. something. Yeah. I know some of the lyrics are a bit kind of repetitive with the... The, the money, the women, the designer. But it's not even that. What do you expect? I like future, yeah. And this is that's all fucking future raps about. But it's the energy behind it. It's the character. The difference with future is he's like, future is like the god of disrespecting women. Yeah. The father of misogyny. Getting that money. <laughs> yes, the, that is... He has made the Bible for misogyny. <laughs> And I rate it. <laughs> I know some viewers might not like it. It's just it's just funny to have yeah. those type of people. The thing with this, though, is that the lyrics aren't really bothering me too much about this. It's more the fact that there's nothing to listen out for. You know, if, uh, on my yeah. end, you know, the lyrics have all been done before. The melodies have all been done before. The beats has all been done before. And, okay, I, I can get the idea of just put this one in the background, zone out, you know, it's there, but I can't see what context I would personally listen to this this record. I feel like this is the issue with this album. It's the fact that when somebody does talk about it and like how we're having a discussion now, hmm. it's hard for me to defend it. Yeah. If we were talking about just, oh, but I like M. Huncher, well, 
that's different. We're talking about the actual sound that's coming out of your headphones or your speakers. Mm. I, exactly. I can't I feel like, justify yeah. everything. I feel like that's specific to this album, though. If you go back into like M. Huncher's albums, they're, they're pretty solid. It's just one of those ones. I feel like as long as M. Huncher and Dave Smalls enjoyed themselves. Mm. It's a vibe. Well, let's go on to track three. 5am. Otherwise, we'll be one. here forever. <laughs> we will be here forever with this track list. 5am, uh, highly rated. I'm going to start off. 5am, highly rated. When it came out, it was a banger. Shout out to Sean Murds. I like the beat. I like mm. the beat. The little piano, the little melody. Even M. Hunter's intro, it just sets the tone for it. And it does feel like a solid flow. It's just that vibe again. But yeah. um, I feel like this is more something that everybody can get into. Mm. I don't know, Seth, what was your opinion on this? <laughs> the thing is, I've listened to to these tracks, like especially 5M, because this is the biggest, quite a few times. And I don't remember them. Like there's just nothing that, that has really screamed out to me, like, oh, this is the track with, with this line, with this really cool feature, or or, or this melody or whatever. Like none of the tracks have done this. And that right there is my problem with pretty much every single track on there. Is there's nothing that's really drawn me in it's the same with this it was the same with the previous two tracks and it's the same with all the songs after this you know there's just why there's nothing for me here there's nothing that's drawing me in uh, how about you Hamza I, I think I'm the middle ground because I thought this song's okay I thought it's good you know it's it's a decent track you know I've, I've got a weird criticism of this album okay, okay. the reason Go I on. said I thought it was made very fast is because I feel like some of these tracks are a bit messy like the the structure or like yeah. M Huncho and Nate Smalls kind of feel all over the place, you know their melodies. It's very really thrown together. Yeah, it, d- it doesn't feel doesn't feel cohesive, and a lot of these tracks have that feeling, and that's why I felt like maybe this was freestyled for some of the tracks. But uh, other than that, this this one five AM in particular was was okay. This was I thought one of the better ones. I did like it. Hmm. The intro is nice. I will admit that. With the piano, but it's 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 very anticlimactic. After that, I don't feel like it leads anywhere. Now that's my problem. I don't feel like this album needs to be that type of lead somewhere album. Yeah, it's not uh, trying to make you. It's not trying to get you out of surprise. It's trying to just let you know what you're in for and just take a seat, take a yeah. seat and enjoy. Just type mm-hmm. of thing. Just vibe to it with them. Even the outro I liked as well. Just the little little fading mm. out. Nave Small sounding like his voice is going to break soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he sounds a bit nasal on this song, I think, as well, to be fair, Nave. Yeah, you know what? But I don't mind it. It's I think fine. it adds to it. It's a character, isn't it? Um, this is one of the better songs for me. Yeah. Okay, so I don't want to go fully track by track on this. So are we all right to skip to Cold World? Fine by me, man. Well, even this one, I didn't have too much. I, I still thought... It was a bit samey, you know? I, I wasn't feeling the beat too much. Well, for me, when I saw it, I saw um, saw Young Ads. So I knew yeah. I was like, expecting... I was expecting a Young Ads beat, a D-block beat. Yeah. Um, as they say. And I feel like I'm getting a bit bored of D-block and Young Ads. It is all the fucking same, Yeah, you know, he, he's kind of same beats. <laughs> he just gets a bit weirder and well, weirder with his fantasies and fetishes. Well, the highlight for um, me... Was hearing Young Ants <laughs> sing Evian Highland Spring. <laughs> so, okay. So, I actually put that down because I said um, the lyrics for ads d- drop 
significantly after I, he just starts going, ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Like, his, his, his verse is As weird. I said, which is why I wasn't expecting much from Young Ads in this, because I knew he was going to do something a bit dumb. Like, he's done good songs, but on this mm. on this album, I, after listening to the first few songs, I was like, I don't really know where he's going to yeah. fit in on this. But the one thing that was quite funny, that is where I said it drops off. Yeah. If you look at the lines before, it was when Young Ads goes and he he's taught. Oh, let me let me quickly look up the lyrics. Oh, you got the chimney line. He said, "Had had that smoke like a chimney." Oh shit! I me- meant a chimney, <laughs> which I just thought was funny. <laughs> he did shout out Art Attack, so pull up and draw like Art Attack. Yeah, that was the lyric. Little, little, <laughs> little, little man, basically. Yeah, he had a heart attack. Pull up and draw like oh, oh mate, shout out attack, man. I feel like I feel like <laughs> if you just go through these, they are is funny to read out. It does definitely drop off mm. after he just starts laughing. <laughs> you know, honestly, like his 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 verse is not good. No, but it's it was not. interesting. It's funny. It's it was funny. funny. Like, and <laughs> you know what? That, it brought, that was the best for part me, of this song. Yeah, it it was like he ruined his own verse, but he made his own verse at the yeah. same time. As soon as he said the chimney line, I was like, wait, he said it wrong. And then it was like, oh, I meant to say chimney. And I just started laughing. And then by the time I stopped laughing, I heard a bit of art attack. And I was like, let me stop laughing now. And then he started laughing. I think he was just really uh, drunk when he, he recorded have, this, to I, be honest. I love how, I love how he, he rhymes art attack with larger waps. Uh, you know what? I think Cardi B and Megan The Stallion has ruined the word. <laughs> that is true to me. <laughs> they have ruined that word. Should mean a gun, but it no, doesn't to them. It's the the old school on your phone. You had what? Uh, oh, Nokia thirty seven ten, and I had what? <laughs> oh no, my Nokia got more what? Yeah, Jamie, one of his songs. He, had a, he, he says that lyric. That's how he opens off his album, shouting out a WAP. Maybe, maybe next podcast you should do a one-hour special of special. diving into the lyrics of WAP. <laughs> um, see how far Let's you do get. It. I'm done. <laughs> oh, it can't be worse than Ben Shapiro. <laughs> he says what? He says WAP twice. He says break the WAP, which I hmm. do not understand what that means. Hmm. That was after the Evian Spring. This is this is what I don't get. So he said, ha ha ha, ha ha. Three times. Ski, ski, in ad libs, and then ha ha. He goes, Evian, Highland Spring. Don't know if he's got a brand deal by both of them. Then he goes, Spring, Spring, in the ad <laughs> And then my Break the Wap, which I am very confused about what Wap he's talking uh, and about. And Shoot at this the Wap point. as well, he says. And then Shoot the Wap, which I really <laughs> so, don't like. I think Tory Lanez has had a big inf- <laughs> I think Tory Lanez is his role model because he definitely shot the Wap um, right in the foot. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Till he break the fireplace. So. It's a very weird way to use WAP three times. Yeah. Bit of a weird Don, not going to lie with it, because it's lyrics. I feel, feel like we spent too long speaking about Breaking young down this <laughs> Let's um, move on. To be fair, I think we can skip over again another two tracks. Yeah. So twice, Quincy and Cage, they just make an interesting track, I think. I think I need to re-listen to it. I think twice is a decent track. You have, Then afterwards you have Party. And as the name suggests, that would probably be good as a party. I said I was confused about if the song was fast or slow. <laughs> yeah, I, so I don't know. I was... know exactly what you what you're saying because I felt the same <laughs> way. 
party, yeah, the beat was nice. Same same thing. I feel like the consi- consistency in the track was there after the halfway point. Mm. And then it was more of like a somebody has a verse and somebody else has a verse and that's it kind of thing. Mm. Not a mix, none of yeah. that kind of classic traditional stuff. And then we had Louis Vuitton yes. slash Lost Hope. Should I start? Mm. Do the intro. Okay. So track nine, Louis Vuitton slash Lost Hope. I really like this one. I know you're going to chat about them shouting out Louis Vuitton. <laughs> I think it was done really well here. Uh, I like that bit. Yeah. It adds a bit of flavor. Definitely. I've zoned out of the lyrics to be fair. The sample in here is great. It, it was like, there's so much generic sounding shit in this album. And then you get this interesting, like plucky guitar sample. And it just, uh, I just, I needed something like that at this point in the album. If you look at the producers, they've got um, Day Six, uh, Cage Beats, who has been on this album previously. Yeah. And they've also got Quincy Tellum. So two regulars and one new person on this album. And mm. I feel like they had two songs that were too short. So they mashed them together. When the beat switches up, I really like that. I think it it brings a lot of energy through. It does bring energy, but I feel like they were just two songs that were put together. This is this is the only point in the album that I've actually been like, okay, this is actually pretty cool. I like the triplet guitars going on. I like when the flute comes in. I like how it slows down and switches into the new section. It's got a completely different rhythmic feel to it. It's 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 it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I don't mind it. It's actually yeah, it's not bad. Well, if if we do look at it. In the album, for the sake of it, yeah. so far, what we've really talked about the most, we've skipped the first two songs and then talked about 5am, then skipped mm. the next two songs, talked about Cold World, and then we skipped another two songs and now we're talking about this track. Mm. So I just feel like there was, I feel like there's unnecessary tracks oh, here. Yeah. Yes. And especially if, if they could have had, if they could have had Louis Vuitton and Lost Hope as two separate tracks, I would have been happier. Do you think so? Um, I think they work. I think I think I, do I think, think it works. I as a, sequencing is nice. As it variety. works. It definitely does work. But as as this album goes on, there are what two, four, six. There are six songs that we've just breezed through, but, basically. And I think that is the issue with this but, album. It feels like there's too much. There's clutter. too yeah, much. No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. But I think. But I think Arjun, if you think about it like this. If you if you take Cold World for example, that's that's nearly five minutes, right? If if you just skip through yeah. it, like the first minute is exactly the same as the last minute, and there's no variety throughout the song. Whereas this, it actually changes throughout the duration of the song, which I think is pretty cool. Which is why I think it works as as as, as one. In this case of this album, as it currently stands, it works perfectly because this is when I started to drop off yeah, interest. Yeah. Mm. And it and it brought it back. But Definitely. if they were to have maybe a few more songs that we don't know about, and they said, okay, change the track list, take some songs out, I'd be gladly happy mm. to see them yeah. take out quite a few songs, maybe leave one or two of them in there because they can still be filler. But yeah, I think if there was a rework track list, then I'd be happy to see Louis Vuitton and Lost mm. Hope separate because they're both sure, good songs fair, fair, fair. In, their, in their own. Mm. But because of the fact that this album, we have breezed through six songs mm. so far, it definitely needed a kick of energy. For sure, for sure. It does feel like a bit of a clusterfuck. Yes. To be honest. Um, <laughs> very, very good way of putting it. Okay. We should talk about PMW. Yeah, PMW. I just want to touch okay. on that if we can. If you're unfamiliar with the acronym PMW, it is the Holy Trinity. The way I saw this is PMW... Sounds like BMW, but it stands for something very different. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> it's the British. It's the British WAP. But I know that ASAP Rocky has used it before and stuff like that. But in this, is this term, the fact that the ASAP Rocky like, song is so much better than this one? So like, I have to just compare them because it's just. I feel like I feel like they had to do it. I feel like it's on there because the way I just the way I think of this is like two UK artists responding to how shit WAP was, yeah. and they've just one up them slightly <laughs> with ASAP's Rocky, ASAP <laughs> Rocky's thing, his his PMW. Mm. But I feel like it's just one of those songs that's quite funny. Fair, fair. But I did actually nearly skip midway through the song. I don't blame you, man. At this point, the album is... Because at this point, yeah. the album, even though I thought it was quite an interesting song, I did just drop off. Yeah. No, I, I was done with yeah, it so, yeah. <laughs> at this point in the album. Is, are there any other tracks that you want to talk about? Nope. I was going to say the nice thing is, is that the change from PMW's topic to Royalty's topic... Slightly more interesting than some of the other. Fair, and uh, for for me, it felt like the song went a lot quicker because of that. It felt like it wasn't dragging mm. out. And I've said here as well that I think it's like the closest thing that you'll get for M Huncho and Nave Smalls to a serious-ish love song. Fair, especially fair, for M fair. Huncho's bars. Before we go on to wrong time, I I would say I, I think it's worth mentioning "Money Make You Change" uh, track twelve. Yeah. The thing is, yeah, this is the first instance of a live of an actual proper live guitar. But it's just this mm. one loop that they've done absolutely nothing with. It's, it doesn't change at all. It's a, Again, it's nearly a five-minute song. And thematically, okay, yeah, sorry, it's talking about, you know, the changes that come with money and fame, you know. But you hear the guitar and you're like, oh, shit, okay, nice. Something refreshing. But then it just well, gets it reminded... into the song and you're just like, oh, fuck. Have you guys heard Wave Time 2? No. Wave Time 2 is Nave, Small and Chip. Okay. And it's basically remi- it's, it's reminiscent of that because of the guitar loop that they use in that as well. Right. For like, obviously, that was a better song. Okay. Definitely. Um, Wave Time 2. But with this one as well, I feel like it was a nice change having Young Bane on there. Made it feel like a bit more one of the smoother songs. Okay. And it's, it's a change of... It's a change. That's what... This album was lacking change. Yes, it was very static. It was every song needed a bit of diversity. Like even a sprinkle of it on each track would have been nice. Just a sprinkle, man. Um, we didn't even get so much as that. Well, a sprinkle, a sprinkle would have done it better than yes. what it's got now. I could, I could accept a sprinkle of it. Right now, track. it's non-existent. It didn't need to be a big overall. Mm. Right now, it feels like yeah, we're, we're just literally chopping up the album and making it into like some five-track yeah. album, basically. And at least Young Bane isn't a bit of uh, a nutcase when it comes to lyrics like Young Ads. You know, he, at least you know he's going to finish his... He's not laughing for like two bars. Right. Last track, Wrong Time. What did you guys think of this? You two talk about it first, because I think I've got the most on this. I've got fuck what to say, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm the same. I've got nothing to say on it. It was just very, uh... <laughs> very... Same-y. I was so tuned out of this album at this point, man. It's like worse than Ty Dollar last week. I came in clutch. Yeah, okay. I came in clutch. Thank you. Because when I heard it, you. it said, Cage got that cold, yeah. his little thing. And then it goes in the intro, M. Huncho saying, mm. 6.05, Monday 1st of July, yeah. 2019, Barcelona. Yeah. yeah. And that that was like, I was like, look, this album's been a bit boring yeah. right now. This must have some yeah. deeper meaning. So I quickly looked it up. 
I thought it might be something that he's done. Maybe like a show in Barcelona, the first mm. show that he's done abroad. And then took a bit of digging, found his Twitter. And it turns out that I think he posted on Instagram as well. He posted like a little chunk when this album was coming out. Right. And it was about how 6.05 on a Monday, 1st of July, 2019, him and Nath Smalls met up in Barcelona because he said they basically always fucked with each other. Mm. They they had messed with each other. They had messaged each other before, I think, and they it felt like yeah, so they finally said, "Look, let's meet somewhere." They finally met in Barcelona, and that's basically when DNA started. Okay. So when you said this album feels rushed, it's got a bit of a backstory, which is what I liked about this one. Mm. It, it gave me a bit of time to not think about the album, think about the lyrics for once. It, it does make me question, though, what other songs could have been involved in this album. Because Thumb came out in 2020 mm. at the beginning. Mm. And that was a very good track for me. That was probably one of the... It's probably better than any of the tracks on here, apart from Louis Vuitton, um, Lost mm. Hope. Yeah. So I feel like what has been... It makes me question what has been cut out of the album and what hasn't. And it right. just makes me question this whole album in general. So, with that, f Just by one intro. <laughs> yeah. Which is really annoying. I don't think that's too long, really. Like, that's just over a year, which is pretty yeah. decent Fairly amount of time. Fairly especially like, given lockdown but stuff. But as albums go, yeah, that's quite a short amount of time, to be honest. The issue with this duo is that, yeah, they can make a fun song. They can make a thumb. They can make a they can make a 5am. Mm. Yeah. But can they both be on the same level when it comes to a deeper song? Because realistically, I haven't heard that from Nave Smalls yet. In the sense of this album, the issue is, is in terms of making a full album that actually is cohesive, start to finish, and has something interesting to listen to as opposed to just being tolerable background music, you know? Well, this is the thing. I hate to say it, but is, is Nave Small not prepared to do this? Because in a sense, if you look at it, it is the same topics. He's basically a UK future at this point. He's just talking about the generic stuff and if they really wanted to if yeah, I'm just yeah. saying quickly if they yeah. really wanted to and they wanted to diversify the track list a bit they should have just got more people on because mm. it didn't harm it. like in Dizzy Rascal album he could have probably done a whole album by himself and it still mm. would have been good yeah. it's just Variety. the fact that adding that guaranteed you that breath of but fresh air I think air. the thing is you, you, mm. you use the future comparison for Nave Smalls but I think at least with Future, while I don't, well, I think he is a very inconsistent artist. He he did bring something new to the table with DS2 in 2015. That completely changed the sound of hip hop and pop music in general. So at least he's got that claim to fame. Whereas Nave Smalls, I feel like you could replace Nave Smalls or many of these songs, or just it would have been better if they added someone mm. else, especially for some of the times like a three minute time. But three to four minutes on most songs, they could have easily cut down some of their bars yeah. and put Places someone else place. on there. And at least you could have said that at least that, oh, this person's on there, that person's on there, not just young yeah. ads yeah. who had a bit of a half hearted verse yeah. and young Bane, who I know you lot don't nope. really care about too much. <laughs> yeah. This is what I mean. So for me, young Bane was actually the kind of the savior again. He was like the, I'm not going to click off this album yet just because of young I Bane that's coming I hear that. That's fair. And then, yeah. And then at that point, it was, oh, there's only one song left. Might yeah, as well fair. listen to it. And that was one of the more interesting songs in the album. Fair enough. If they had got a female rapper or singer on here, 
That would have been great. I would have been would have so loved that. Well, I don't think Nave Smalls would have got along with them. I think the only person who Nave Smalls would have got along with is uh, Cardi B and Megan The Stallion. And Young Ads. Can't forget <laughs> Ads. Uh, I think they were in the scene. Though, those Ads two, would have loved Cardi, they, they've man. Ruined. This is very off topic <laughs> now. I, you keep talking about whack. Well, I think you, you I'm going to be honest. It. What else is... After, after Young Ads... There's fuck all to talk about on this album. That's the thing. <laughs> I like the cover art. Yeah, that yeah. That's my biggest compliment for this album. There's there's a story behind there's it, you know. Nice I think five AM of... five AM they have a little breakout <laughs> yeah. out of their DNA chamber. You know, there's a bunch of scientists. You know what? <laughs> M Hunter is M Hunter is still donning the mask in the lab. Yeah, if they had carried that vibe into the music. Cool. I, I wish that they did like some so some futuristic sci-fi shit, like or some yeah, concept yeah. album of that them been sick. of them breaking out of a lab <laughs> and then fucking you know that they, they got a fucking beat with the scientists and escape the the fucking that, matrix that or some incredible. shit. That would have been so sick. But no, now it's just sounding like but a no. film, basically. That it should have been a concept <laughs> album, man. It would have been fucking sick. I mean, this cover art is amazing. But if it had yeah. some sort of sci-fi element in the music, even like. The slightest would have been great. I'm going to be honest. We've talked about this album for a long time, and I want to stop now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel that, man. <laughs> Let me just do the scores. <laughs> Should we just talk a bit more about SpongeBob instead, and just cut yeah. this whole thing yeah. out? Um, no, let's do the scores. Let's, let's, let's do it, man. Let's do it. Uh, you go first again. Nah, no, nah, no. Nah. You know what? Somebody else go first. I went okay, first fine. last time. I got done dirty. What do you mean you got done dirty? <laughs> oh, I got. A, I feel like I got a bit of disapproval. Nah, eight out of a great from, school, a man. From Seth, <laughs> we we were both. I was zero point five. I was only one lower yeah, than you, man. I don't care. <laughs> well, go on. You, you go start off boring if we disagree. Two out of ten. Two out. Two of out of ten. Yeah. Because I I don't ever want to listen to it again. <laughs> I think that's a bit harsh. Look, there there are tracks that I liked. Like I might. I'll give to it. 5 I'll give it a four. I'll give it a four because but, of the fact that I would basically I'll listen to five a.m. I'll probably listen to Cold World for the bands. <laughs> Louis Vuitton and Last Louis Hope Vuitton is definitely was something I listen to. Probably listen to Royalty a bit more. Yeah, there, there PMW was again. That's just a bit PMW and. And Cold World are just there for bands, but other yeah. than that, seriously, I'll listen to Five AM uh, as an album. Louis Vuitton though, Lost do you, Hope. Do you ever see yourself listening to this in no, full? No, again? not the whole yeah. album. That's why why it is a two out of ten for me because I like I this was painful. Yeah, yep. yeah. Give it a four. Four. Okay, oh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be very generous. That's quite give generous. it a four. Seth, what are you saying? One point two. One point two. <sighs> yep. What's up with the points? It's like it's not Louis Vuitton slash uh, Lost Hope. Okay, yeah, that was that was that was alright. It's pretty cool. But other than that, is like I think we're done. Yeah. Have we covered yeah. everything? I'm happy to never talk about this album again. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Arjun. It's very Thanks nice for coming to have on, you. Man. You're welcome on any time. Uh, <laughs> well, if you got any, you saved this episode, man. Um, <laughs> Honestly, uh, I haven't saved it completely. Well, I think I went on a tangent. We we really would have struggled with that DNA yeah. album. Just us two, it would have been. This is a bit <laughs> shit. Yep. 
Done. <laughs> well, you know what? I think maybe next time we can revisit M Hunter and Nave Swarm separately. Yeah. Give a bit of I'd redemption. Be for, uh, I'd be up for when, that. When they do their sci fi concept album, yeah. That actually lives up to the album art. <laughs> we'll get you back on as well. Nah, that's that's actually that's actually a universal full feature film that's gonna oh, come out. Okay, okay, okay. Well, we look forward to it. We yeah. look forward to it. And they are the plot is I'll give you a little plot quickly just to okay. spice it up. <laughs> M Huncher and Nave Smalls are made in a lab. Oh yeah. And um they accidentally it was accidentally made by a secret secret genius. Mm. Who is also known as young Jeremy? Ads. Yo, no, 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 young ads is like young ads is like what, uh, like what Igor was to Doctor Frankenstein. Right. <laughs> young ads accidentally spilt the uh, the, the, uh, the, the lyrically <laughs> <laughs> the lyrical pot into there, and and um, yeah, they were forced to make this album while in this lab. Yeah, and while they're in those two pods that you see, they broke out and they thought, "Fuck this! We've made a <laughs> what a 13, 13, uh, 13 track album. We're fed up of it. Let's break out and um, never come back to this again."